Welcome to the show. It's called the family meeting, where you could say what the hell you want, not get yourself a beating. What happens here stays here, unless it's too damn funny. Our boss is the relative, so we can bribe them for money. You may be offended, you may even cry tear, because you heard something your kids shouldn't hear. So kick the kids on out, or hell, let them listen in. But don't blame us when they take them away. So let the show begin. Time for the family meeting on nwczradio.com. This is Jason Curtis. Krista Curtis. And John Curtis. And uh, coming up, we've got your news. We do. We've got... uh, We'll probably talk sports because there quite a quite a bit of stuff has been going on in sports with the 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 tournament and uh, people retiring from MMA and baseball season about to kick off. Well, I'm sure we'll be talking about sports. How can people find out more about you during the show? I'm on Twitter at Krista Curtis One, uh, John Curtis Three Sixteen, and mine is Jason Curtis Nine Two Five. I've been spending a lot of time just kind of scrolling through YouTube, watching music videos and stuff. And I've I, this is a band that I loved back in the '90s, and they, they're still putting out music. And I just went down this rabbit hole of stuff that they've been putting out. And this was off of their last album. This is uh, Nerf Herder with We Open for Weezer. Right here on the family meeting on nwczradio.com. Music Hall, the Raven, the Walkie, the Barrymore Theater. 
Japanese girl singing goddamn with Weezer. Matt, Pat, Brian, and Rivers. Butterfly song giving everyone shivers. Carl was rad and Carl was gnarly. We were sitting backstage with Michael and Carly and Weezer. Whoa! Welcome back to the family meeting. That was Nerf Herder with We Opened for Weezer. And I missed them on that tour, but right after that, they came through with the Bloodhound Gang. And that was a fun-ass show at the Rock Candy, which is now a parking lot. The Bloodhound Gang, huh? Yeah. I was talking to a buddy of mine who's a huge Nerf Herder fan, and he's, I said, yeah, I saw him with the Bloodhound Gang. And he's like, I absolutely hate those guys. Hate the Bloodhound Gang or hate... Uh, Hey, these guys no he loves nerf herder he hates the bloodhound gang so huh. he so he has absolutely no good taste in music as i as i can see it <laughs> no that was a crazy show because that was i had gotten to interview the bloodhound gang before they came to town they, for some reason they came through town without playing a show so they were just here for like the day and i had the opportunity to interview them and we went to the show a couple months later when they came through, figuring there's no way in hell they would remember who we were. Because, I mean, those guys did so many radio interviews for that album, because that was the one with Firewater and all that. Uh, there was One Fierce Beer Coaster, that album, mm -hmm. which was pretty big for them. And after the show, I was walking down towards the stage, and they were down there shaking hands with the crowd. And all of a sudden, Jimmy Pop goes, Jason, come here. And he, he's like, we'll be, we'll be back on the bus in a few minutes. Go hang out on the bus. We'll be there in a couple minutes. And I was like, there's no way in hell he should remember me. So I made a pretty good impression. Well, so at least you made a good impression when it counts. So you went to the bus and then stole some swag and waited for him to show up? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got some crazy blood hung in. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, because when we interviewed him was when Jimmy Pop kissed me. That, so I, I must be a pretty good kisser. That's why he remembered me. Hmm. That's a fun story for another time. Anyhow... Uh, how was your, your guys' week? I haven't talked to you, because we never talk, <laughs> except for on Tuesday nights from 6 to 7. Well, if we talked to you on a night besides tonight, we'd have really trouble filling up this hour. <laughs> I got sent a, uh, a link today from a buddy about, uh, about Sports Center, right? And so I'm watching this link, and it's about a dunk contest. And... Uh, this guy goes up for this dunk contest, and he jumps over three six-foot-tall human beings and windmills in a slam dunk. Boom, right? And he's all excited. He's like, yeah, it's over. Like, And so then uh, this woman puts on a cape, and she jumps over somebody sitting in, in a chair, and she barely makes it to the rim, and she gets a 10 
from everybody and she wins. And then Super Dave came and he jumped over two stadiums. So the dude jumps over three six foot tall people with a windmill. A girl jumps over one person sitting in a chair. Barely makes it. Like without even a back on the chair, right? Just like sitting, like barely makes it and wins. So I obviously jump straight to the comments. And uh, there was one comment that was that was pretty funny, but there, you know, there was some like the normal ones, like she put her cape on, she put that apron on backwards, or uh, uh, and then there was one that said, "What in women's rights is happening down here?" <laughs> that was pretty funny. Uh, it's but it's I mean it's, it's true. It's like a it's like have you ever been called uh, racist by a black person when you did something nice for them? Yeah, because you're you're being anti-racist because you're you're just you're only being nice to me because you don't want to be a racist so that's why you're being nice like you're like or or guys in hip-hop that get accolades because he's pretty good for a white guy yeah so like she she only won this because she's a woman right yeah because there's uh, no there's no there's no other reason why she should have won that no that's yeah i do like that apron joke that that's pretty damn funny though yeah there was a, you know, there's obviously there was, you know, 200 comments about kitchens and stuff. And there was one comment about, uh, in protest, all the men left, left the arena and went and had a cooking competition. <laughs> <laughs> Did they vacuum when they were done? They could have done a little decathlon. Of, like, <laughs> What was that movie where the guy went back to school and he was like, uh, he was like 30 and he went back to first grade and he was in the, spell- he was in the spill. No, no, no. That's, this is the guy. Uh, that play he he was a oh god big actor but uh, he played like a like a 007 agent or something an accidental 007 agent like I killed my uh, axe murderer no not that guy Krista anyway wow you normally you're the one that speaks Johnny <laughs> and you can pick up on this stuff real quick and so he's in the first well, grade he's mixing too many movies for me. I know but, so he's in the first grade in the spelling competition and they're like. They're like anthropologist, and he spells it, and then they go to this little window-looking kid, and they're like cat, and he says cat, and they're like, oh, you win! Like what? What are you talking? You know, it's just uh. No, I'm gonna have to Google James Bond first grade movie. Him and his wife lived in a house, and next door, uh, there was a uh, like the, the 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 full nine yards of the last nine yards. He was in that one, I believe, too. Um, yeah. The whole nine yards. Oh. Is that one? With Will with Will uh with <laughs> <laughs> with Lethal Weapon guy? With, no not No, that you're thinking of uh Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. And you're thinking of Matthew Perry. Ooh. Chandler guy, from Friends. A guy looks like Matthew Perry, not Matthew Perry. Looks like him. Uh <laughs> This is like twenty questions. <laughs> Well, we've already gone through 20 questions. This is, this is like 20 questions, but nobody knows the fucking answers. And we're still seven degrees away from the movie you're actually talking about. People don't even know the question yet, Jason. This is this is like 20 answers. You I guys feel like are, we're on Jeopardy. You guys are answering a question. What that hasn't, is hasn't, hasn't an unsolvable asked, question? It hasn't been asked yet. He looks like Matthew Perry, but it's not Matthew Perry. Yes, and when 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 you say his name, you're like, oh yeah, he does look like Matthew Perry. That's what you're that's what that's that's what you're gonna do. <laughs> I got no idea. So him and his wife were uh, they they were they live in a house. They live in a house, and next door, um, the guy that plays 
Mad, the guy that plays it's on Mad Men. Worse every time he describes John something. John Ham. That guy is a secret agent and his wife, and they go over and like switch casseroles and shit, and they don't, and, they, and then they get taken. And you, you know, you're talking about Zach Galifianakis, first of all, who doesn't look <laughs> anything like Matthew Perry. Not Zach. Gal- no, it's no, no. That's not. That's a different. That's a different <laughs> movie. It's a satchel. Are you talking day. about Steve Carell? <laughs> no, not Steve Carell. Oh my God, who is this guy? <laughs> if I, I, it would, it would See, be. you started. You started to describe. I think you're blending movies. I think I that's think the you problem. are too, because the one that you just described sounded like Keeping Up with the Joneses with David Duchovny. Uh, that might be it. But there's nothing about going back to school. That's a different movie. Okay, we know. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the going back to school is a different movie. Why did the guy go back to school? Is the real question. Like that's that's the real question. How did this conversation start? That is the real question. It's because I told a joke about a trifecta. I told a it was a it was a women's rights, racism, and retard joke. I it was a, it was all three in one. Now, John, you know that word is outdated. Yeah, women's rights has been outdated. <laughs> so we had to roll the windows down in the truck and turn the radio down so we could hear this guy road raging and screaming from three lanes away on the way here. Then we get further down the freeway and the people in this truck next to us are laughing and looking. And this guy is either pounding his fist in anger or dancing. It's debatable. He's been I, I, on quite I, I, the show for the rest of us on I, the freeway. I was gonna say I can see how those two things could actually be confused if you're really get if you're really getting after it in the car. It was almost as if John was driving, except for this guy didn't even try to get out of his car. <laughs> <laughs> so did you ever figure out what he was raging about? Uh, the car in front of him like cut him off, and then they like went by in the next lane. So the people that were following that car were hanging back, like, "Is this guy gonna cut me off and get in front of me?" It was just traffic. Good old traffic. Traffic stories. I was driving down here. You know, we always gave uh, Uncle Fester crap about being a vegan. And we always make the joke about how if somebody's vegan, you're going to know it within the first 40 seconds that you know the person. Mm-hmm. I was driving here tonight and I passed. I'd never even seen this car. and I, I passed two of them on the way down here. The Scion IM. I've never seen those, but I saw two of them on the way down here. And this car had a sticker, a bumper sticker that just said vegan on it. And I was like, like you don't tell people the minute you meet them anyhow that you're a damn vegan. You got to drive around advertising it on your fucking car. That way people can stand back and be like, mm, I don't really want to talk to that guy. Well, the, the fact that they were driving this little I am thing, you should have been able to figure out that you didn't want to talk to this person anyways. I was looking for a CrossFit sticker like on the other side of the car because those are the two things if uh, that you'll find out about a person very I quickly. I think... All vegans are CrossFitters, but not all CrossFitters are vegans. <laughs> I think. <laughs> sounds like a math. Sounds, sounds like a math problem. One of those. <laughs> That's my theory. If anybody out there can prove me wrong, do it. So I went to the Hannibal Burris show on Saturday at uh, the Showwear Center. Okay, was that where that is that where that was? Because Manny Manny Martin was there, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think we saw him open for somebody else at the parlor once or something. Manny does. He is one of the uh, hosts at the parlor. Okay. Yeah. Because I was like, we've seen this guy before. And was Silas? Was no. No. Because him and Manny do a podcast together. 
and I wasn't I couldn't quite figure out because they were posting stuff at the same time and I couldn't figure out if Silas was there also. Jeff Dye was there. Jessamay Peluso was there. Jubal was there. And then Manny was the host. How was Jeff? I haven't seen him in years. He's good. Uh, He's definitely one of the better ones. A guy that I went to high school with was married to Jeff's younger sister forever, and they recently split up. But I saw him open for my friend Brooks at the uh, Comedy Underground like 10 years ago. And uh, he... He killed it that night. That was the first time I'd ever seen him. And then all of a sudden he blew up. He started showing up on MTV. He started showing up everywhere else. And I was like, that it did not surprise me because he was freaking hilarious when I saw him at the underground. So this thing was called like, it was part of something called Uncanny Fest, which yeah. is a weed celebration for those of you who don't know. So it obviously started like half hour late. And then <laughs> 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 there's a lot of weed jokes throughout the night. You can, pretty much, you can pretty much guarantee anything that has to do with weed is not going to start on time. I didn't realize that's what it was until I got there and I saw like, pick up your Uncanny Fest tickets here. And there's just like pictures of pot leaves everywhere. And I was like, "Mm, yeah, clearly. I like going to a Snoop Dogg show and expecting it to start promptly on time. Very rarely do any shows start on time. Did you see the news today? You being the journalist that you are. Because we we, we were talking about that Jesse Smollett a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Did you see that they dropped all the charges against this guy? So, so <laughs> yeah, I was re- I was reading the article and I was trying to so figure out kind what of like he put up ten thousand dollars for bail, and, and he let the city of Chicago keep that. Plus, he did a bunch of uh, community service. No, he the, said no. He, so said, he paid his way out of it. Is he pretty said, much. Did he write another check? They said. Uh, they said because of his community service. Yes. The, so the lady, the prosecutor said, um, all we will probably get with get out of this is community service. And since he's already done a bunch of community service, we're just going to drop the charges. But that article I read also said that they looked back in the records and they could not find any community <laughs> service that this guy has done. So he just gave him the $10,000. And the, like people are asking this prosecutor, like, what, what happened? Like, yeah. how can you, how can you, like the police, the, especially the police officers, yeah, the police pissed. officers are fucking mad. Because they, they spent way more than ten grand. So he's so he so he he gives him the ten thousand what out of the kindness of his heart because this is a city that has accused him of doing this horrific thing if he didn't do it and he's just gonna say oh since you guys are so kind I'll just give you my ten thousand dollars I don't I don't think so and then he made some comment about there's no way that he's the kind of man that he is raised by the the mama that he was raised by and thanks to the city and his press conference made me want to made me want to abuse him (laughs) made me want to reach through the screen and beat the shit out of him again if it truly happened it was it was ridiculous i because the whole as soon as i saw the the thing the headlines online i was just like what the hell like you're saying what the hell happened because they they had this guy dead to rights two weeks ago that he was guilty as hell and then all of a sudden they're going to drop all the charges so i was scrolling through the top 100 actors on IMDb couldn't find him. He wasn't he wasn't there. But I know who he is now. I don't know his name, but, <laughs> but Okay, he, tell us another description of him. Who else does I, he look like? But was he, was really he in that like movie where, where He was. <laughs> he was in that movie. He was he was Hancock's um, publicist. He who, was in Hancock? Yeah. The publicist in Hancock that made the heart on the moon that Do you guys never seen fucking Hancock? I've seen Jason Hancock. Bateman? Jason Bateman, yes. That's who he is. 
I don't even know who it does not look like Matthew Perry. <laughs> no. Oh, yes, he does. I mean, well, the, it, they're both white guys with brown hair. If that's what you mean. I mean, not the dead one. Is did he? Is he the one that died? Wasn't he's the, the one that's the? He's an announcer on Dodgeball. Yeah, he's he's Pepper in Dodgeball. But what? But was it Matthew Perry that just died, or was it no a different nine hundred two one zero guy? Or that was Luke Matthew Perry. Perry wasn't on nine hundred two one zero. No, you're thinking of Luke Perry. No. Jesus Christ. Matthew Perry was on Friends. <laughs> I know why we can't get this game. <laughs> there, Listen, re- there really is no winner to this game. Listen, <laughs> I don't watch movies when the credits start, okay? I just. And Jason Bateman in a movie where he goes back to school? Yeah. He's like a, a first grader there. You talk about Teen Wolf? No. <laughs> that wasn't Jason Bateman either. He was in that Teen was Wolf Michael too. Michael J. Fox. He was in Teen Wolf too. <laughs> you know that one. Yeah, how do you jump on Michael J. Fox, but you can't figure out Jason Bateman <laughs> until you... And and of all the movies that that guy has been in, the one that you pull up is he was the publicist in Hank. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the only one I could think of, and it, it obviously worked. Well, I was able to figure out who it was when he got one movie that for sure he was in. Oh, I see. I knew he was in the movie with that girl, too. <laughs> that girl. No, I want to know what the hell movie he's talking oh, about. Oh, John will figure it out while we're playing our next Bad song. words. I didn't even know that was a movie. There's no way I would have got that. He So I I believe in bad words. He actually didn't go back to school. He just joined a spelling bee. He did go back to school because he, he, wanted, he wanted to win the spelling bee. That's, what, that's the point. You watched this movie? Yeah, it was in the theaters. I have a hard time believing a movie about a guy going back to school to be in the first grade spelling bee exists, much less that you watched it. Jason Bateman is a, is a funny guy. I watch his movies. Game night? Yeah, but do you usually think it's Matthew Perry? You, you, you <laughs> I, I don't care who it is. I see the pro. I see the promo and I go, hey, I like that guy. He's funny. And then I go see the movie. John ends up seeing like Can't Hardly Wait or something like that because he thinks Jason Bateman's in it. <laughs> that, was, that was Seth Green. They look so much alike. He looks like Seth Green. Yeah, except for he's like three feet taller. Doesn't have red hair. Was it identity theft when he was a secret agent? That was Matthew Perry. <laughs> no, that <laughs> was Jason Bateman. That oh, was which one am I thinking of? Identity thief was the one. Oh, that was one Melissa McCarthy. Yes. Uh, I'm probably thinking of Game Night. Is probably what I'm thinking of. Game Night we just recently watched, and that was a lot funnier than I expected it to be. That was a good one. The funnier, the funnier movies that you don't think is going to be funny is the Will Ferrell one where they make the casino in their house. See, I didn't see that the one. The house? Oh, you, you got to see the house. That's a fuck. That's a hilarious movie. What was the one? Will I Ferrell w- committed comeback with that one. That was like that was like old school funny. Uh, okay, I'm gonna have to watch that because I anytime I see a Will Ferrell movie anymore, I'm like I'm gonna skip it. No, nah, this is like Step Brothers old school funny. Because he made too many damn stinkers there for a while, and I just I couldn't go back. You mean that depressing one where he was selling all the shit in the yard? Well, I don't even remember what that was called. His wife was leaving him, so he had all this stuff in the yard. Oh, wow. I, yeah, I drank like a whole bottle of vodka watching that. He just stayed in his yard the whole time. Yeah. Is that where he was? And like he friended like a 12-year-old. It was kind of creepy. Like he was like Neverland <laughs> oh, and shit. Oh, no. That's not the one I was thinking of. <laughs> I was thinking of the one where he was an author and trying to kill himself. That one was actually I think it's the same movie. Because <laughs> that one actually wasn't bad. That his, was like, wife, his wife leaves him, so he has like a three-day yard sale. and just. Uh, no, that doesn't sound like the same movie. <laughs> Like everything's for sale, that's, but this, but this chair. That, that sounds like a bad version of phone booth, where he's just sitting in his yard having a, f- it having was, a yard sale. Like the entire, like the, 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 it never left. Like and it was depressing. And it's not funny. 
and it's not. I don't think there was a single joke in the whole movie. God damn it! I'm gonna spend the next. <laughs> I'm gonna spend like the next four minutes on IMDb, trying to figure out all these movies that you've been talking about for the last fifteen minutes. So what do we got coming up in your news? Uh, we're gonna talk about beer and frogs and. Jason Bateman was on a Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> yes, he was. He was a little Get kid. Get the fuck then. out of here! He was alive. <laughs> he was one of the little kids. You and know, the Little House on the Prairie wasn't filmed on an actual prairie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this it, that wasn't from like actual Laura Ingalls times. <laughs> I mean, this guy has a fucking permed mullet. I mean, this is this has to be old. It was the seventies. He's he's my age, and he's been making movies since like the mid seventies. It's uh, funny we talked about Michael J. Fox. His sister was in a show with Michael J. Fox. Silver Spoons. Yes, he played. Uh, well, yeah, Hogan Family. Yeah, that was uh, that became Valor. Or I think he started out as Valerie and became Hogan's family or the Hogan yeah, family. Yeah, when Valerie took off, and then when she got when they yeah. <laughs> when she wanted more money, and they're like, "We don't need you." Like, the show's named after me. This one's in fucking black and white. It's it's your move. It's in black and white. No, that show was in color. <laughs> it, it, it isn't. It isn't right here. On well, the- that's because it was only on for about three episodes. It, I loved that show when it was on, but it only lasted like a season. And it had uh, Steve from the Married with Children. Uh, the neighbor was yeah. was one of the co-stars of that. I know way too much about Jason Bateman's <laughs> career, but I never would have got it from you, your you, description. You, yeah, you know, you know so much about him. You couldn't get him from all those excellent <laughs> explanations I was giving. He's even on a hit show on Netflix right now called Ozark. Mm-hmm. And Arrested Development also on. And he's on, yeah, Arrested Development, which I've been, we have finally got around to watching the new season. So you could have said he's and the he, guy from Arrested Development instead he was the publicist in Hancock. That drew a who heart wouldn't, the, that Who drew, wouldn't know the publicist <laughs> on Hancock? Jesus Christ. Clearly you. I saw that movie in the theater, and that was the last time I saw it. And I don't remember him being the publicist. It's oh, on TV I, like every six hours. How I've, could you I've, not see it? I've seen that movie at least 15 times. Come on, when Hancock like hits the train and stops the train and derails everything, and she goes, she, she somebody, somebody comes up and she goes, "Are you drunk? Yeah, bitch. Why? I've been drinking." <laughs> Come on, that was one of Will Smith's best movies for sure. <laughs> so I've been really psyched about going and seeing the Wu Tang in June. So we're gonna play some Wu Tang right now. This is uh, Head Go Bang right here on the Family Meeting on NWCZRadio.com. Sounds when the hoods go bang. And this is how it sound when the hood go bang. Yeah. This is how it sound when the hood go bang. Yeah. Here we go. I said, this is how it sound when the hood go bang. This is how it sound when the hood go bang. This is how it sound when the hood go bang. Yo, this is how it sound when the hood go bang You can cop a couple of bricks of good cocaine I'm a block scholar, call me dollars that don't change I'm a rock waller, diamond collar with gold bangs Yep, a top shotter, Don Dada, rhyme proper Might even take the R out of brother, why bother? Mike on Halloween, I mean I'm clearly a monster We gathered here today so that I can daily departure Man, Bob's better than Willy Wonka's It's how to get away with the murder, you feel me, Chandra? Rhymes like karma, I'm hood, stash the contra you ever hear a rhyme of this good smack your mama But it's still death over the sauna Cause you can get it next and get death over this drama Mad first map, the civil war starter Men turn to martyrs, we tang bang the guards yeah. This is how it sounds when the hoods go bang This is how it sound when the hood go bang This is how it sound when the hood go bang Yeah 
I said, this is how it sound when the hood go bang. This is how it sound when the hood go bang. This is how it sound when the hood go bang. We stay shattered and clustered gold links Everything on is mint I come through in the rental all tint I'm known to make a million in jet King Joppy and his cadets Shooters from the boonies, that's loony Hold a tech with old respect Expose his neck Trees burn him out Niggas is learning now The Archbishop murdered through March Clocks and slippers I spark blippers Bloggers catch waist shot zippers The movies all state of the art We throw grenades and blades and darts And change the grain is sharp Remain remarkably ain't playing his part We can't explain his heart He ain't the same as us, he bust Glass of gin for my jewelers Too many Rugas, nigga Gin's 500 bands in Bermuda Known to fuck a party up and bounce We hog tie little rappers Give them black eyes like little rascals This is how it sound when the hood go bang This is how it sound when the hood go bang This is how it sound when the hood go bang Bang What it sound like, here's another sound right The sound of a hundred rounds, black down at night And in hindsight, I'm still on display The hood slang go bang, the big change to swing Taking aim at these lanes, Mr. Officer Skane It's just the dialect that I select when I slang Who sang? You false talk at you a race like chalk Who's fault? On who shot Hawk and who popped off? This is men and mouth shit, public service announcements Careful with burners and ounces, small town houses You full offenders, meet the public defender Who offers you a fight of ten, please deal with a mayday to surrender, huh, with a fucked up summer, had a brand new come up, this 4th of July, bullets fly, the dubs cry, to little Tammy's face on the R.I.P., white tee from a ricochet, off the red bricks, to the headpiece. This is how it sounds when the hoods go bang, this is how it sound when the hood go bang, this is how it sound when the hood go bang, yeah, here we go, I said, this is how it sound when the hood go bang, this is how it sound when the hood go bang. This is how it's set when the hood go bang. Bang. Welcome back to the family meeting. That was Wu Tang with Hood Go Bang. I was it was brought to my attention that I said head go bang, but that's what my head was doing after that conversation with Johnny was my head was going bang. My head went bang. And now more random crap nobody cares about. The news with Chris. How is Jason Bateman not a top 50 actor? I couldn't. He wasn't. I'll, the top, I'll give you that one. He wasn't a top 50 <laughs> actor. We just went through 30 movies and films and shows he was on. 40 of those people you thought was Jason Bateman. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like all of them. Stranger Than Fiction was a movie I was trying to think of with Will Ferrell, where he was an author. And you said it was Everything Must Go is the one where he's having a three-day yard sale. Yes. And it's two hours long. Yes. It's painful to watch. I've never even heard of that movie. Even drunk, painful to watch. <laughs> John drank a whole bottle to try to make it tolerable. Didn't work. Speaking of movies, this first article here um, reminds me of Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Remember that one? With yes. Jason Bateman in there? Oh, that was There's a guy George. that looks like Jason Bateman in there. Yeah, his name's George Clooney. <laughs> Another white guy with brown hair. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was Bruce Willis. <laughs> no, that's a white guy with no hair. Uh, and that some bitch has been bald since like 1986. <laughs> so. so in Nebraska, apparently they had a flood recently. I don't keep up on weather news. Yeah, the so. entire, the entire <laughs> like, there were like four states that were flooded. I was going to say Missouri, Nebraska. I'm uh, not from those states. I don't know. I think apparently it, was, it I, flooded. I think it was like New York to Florida to Texas to Idaho right around. Right around that area. Like the entire Gulf Coast is underwater. And Chris is like, apparently there was a flood. <laughs> and she's our journalist on the show. Well, either one of you could take over if I'm not doing a good enough job. Oh, no, you're doing fine. <laughs> so in Nebraska, this 
field flooded. So these two guys are trying to clean up this field. So they, I don't know if they're going to do anything with it or if they just want to clean it. There's not a single hill in Nebraska. So if one field floods, the entire state floods. Well, these guys thought they hit the mother load when they found a big box in the middle of this field. And they get into the box and it turns out it's a refrigerator. And it's full of ice cold beers. So this refrigerator's just been floating along. So I was reminded of Oh Brother Where Art Thou because of all the coffins floating around and all the shit floating around when they busted the dam open. So <clears throat> this fridge is full of Bush Light and Bud Light beers. So they take pictures and the pictures are going viral because these guys found beer in their field. And the owner of the fridge said he recognized it because of the scorch marks from an old cabin fire and how much Bud Light and Bush Light beers were in there. Like he remembered the count? The ratio of Bud to Bush oh. Light is what tipped him off that that's probably his fridge perfect come get your fridge it's empty yeah exactly it's gonna be a lot easier to carry back now because <laughs> i opened it up and made a boat out of it <laughs> <laughs> and, and paddled around my my swamp as i drank your beer and that must have been a, a great freaking fridge if the beer was still ice cold when it got to these guys well it had been in river water which is typically not that warm but the owner said he couldn't believe that they found it intact like that. You know, like the door didn't open. All the beers didn't just float away or whatever. So the guy who found it, the owner of the field, says he's going to return it as soon as the roads are repaired. But it might be minus a couple beers. Like all, all of them. <laughs> I didn't realize finding a fridge full of Bud Light and Bush Light would be that big of a find. Apparently, I don't know how they drink in Nebraska. I was gonna say it is. It is pretty white bread in Nebraska. Have you seen that video? I mean, it's uh, the guy, it has to be obviously fake. Or not not fake, but it has to be for for comedy, uh, where the guy's front yard's all flooded up to like his knees, and he has like a five gallon bucket, and he's like filling it up, and then pouring the pouring the water over his chain link fence. You hope. <laughs> <laughs> he's like I've bailing. Seen. He's like bailing out his front yard over this chain link fence, and I, it, I mean, hopefully it's for comedy. I, I've seen that video, and I, I pray that that guy was not <laughs> seriously trying to bail out his front yard over his chain link fence. Or, if he was, that. I mean, it's just the chain link makes it even funnier. But even if it was a wood fence, it wouldn't yeah. matter, right? But it, it's just. I almost want to be friends with that guy if if, if he was trying to do that for real. Because the shit you could get that guy to do. <laughs> but how frustrating would it be to be around that <laughs> oh guy? Oh, my God. Yes, that would be difficult. So he'd, he'd go, hey, I have an idea. Nope. 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 <laughs> sure, you sure the fuck don't. Keep that to yourself. Bury it way, way down deep and don't ever tell anybody. We have some Florida news this week. Ooh. Um, what do you think would be the hardest vehicle to steal or mode of transportation? A tank. A helicopter. You get one guess, a Jason. A donkey. A car, a stick shift. Hot air balloon. Yeah, you're not going to get away very fast in a damn I mean, it's air. not like, it's like a black Honda Civic where you can be like, oh, look, that guy has a Civic too as it goes away. Not to I mention mean, the fact that if they want your ass to come back down, it's pretty easy to get <laughs> you to come back down. And most of those things have like big ass designs on them. It's like, it's, it's got someone's last name on it and you just fucking, <laughs> exactly. you're floating through the sky. Well, this hot air balloon was stolen from Bloomington, Indiana, and they found it in Florida at this hot air balloon festival. That's a that's a mighty long trek. Don't take your shit to a festival. <laughs> where where else are you gonna look for your stolen hot air balloon other than a hot air balloon festival? Well, where else are you gonna it. take a hot air balloon? They loaded it up and they returned it to the owner. The owner's not gonna press charges. They said they just want their hot air balloon back. I would think that 
Like, they already got your hot air balloon back. You can go ahead and press charges now. Like, if somebody steals your car, are you going to be like, I just want the car back? I'm just trying, I'm trying to think of the kind of person that owns their own hot air balloon. <laughs> That's probably why they're not pressing charges. That person has other secrets they don't want people to know about. The sheriff. There, there are bodies hidden underneath trees in that guy's yard. The sheriff's office said this is the first time in the 175 years they've been in operation that they've recovered a stolen hot air balloon. Because normally the people don't come down. Like they have a lot of them, they just don't recover them. I don't know. I mean, that's where they have this hot air balloon festival. So you'd think that they have a better shot of finding a hot air balloon than somebody in a county without hot air balloons. I heard a uh, theory on why Florida has so much crazy news. The heat? Uh, Florida has a very uh, strange law other than other states. And like every single thing is public records immediately when like all police records and everything are like immediately public (laughs) records. And there's no like there's no like waiting time or anything. That makes sense, actually. And also, like, nobody, like, you don't know people, like, from Florida. Like, people transplant to, like, go to Florida, right? Like, that's typically the case. Like, there's not, like, generations of people from Florida. Yeah, it's the same thing with Vegas. And so when people move places like that, usually they're a little different. They're attracted to that, like, magnets. <laughs> Because I've got some friends that I met them, and I was like, hey, where are you guys from? They're like, we're from Vegas. I go, no, no, nobody's from Vegas. Everybody migrates to Vegas, but nobody actually grew up in Vegas. But these guys actually did, and now they live here. <laughs> they, got the, they got old enough to get the hell out, and well, they I mean, got the you, hell out. If you live in Nevada, you live in Las Vegas. Cause there's, like, there's, like, there's like three cities in the entire state yeah, you're that either, are habit- you're, they're habitable. You're either from Tahoe, Reno, or, or, or Vegas. Also in Florida, <coughs> there's a city called Palm Beach Gardens. Sounds like a retirement community, but it's a city. I think it's just right outside Sarasota. I'll take your word for it. Isn't that like a Shirley Temple? No, it's a Amish community. Ah. Palm Beach Gardens is? No, Sarasota. Sarasota. Okay. So <coughs> in Palm Beach Gardens, they are being plagued right now with thousands of poisonous toads. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mom is bringing broad, broad down from Pennsylvania. Yep. That's <laughs> They're called happened. like, it's B-U-F-O. So I'm going to say it's Bufo Toads, Buffo Toads. I don't know. There's no pronunciation in here. But they're also known as Cane Toads. And people are worried that these poisonous frogs are secreting all these toxins and their kids and their pets are all going to get sick. But there's so many of them. They're clogging pool filters. They're hopping around on driveways and sidewalks. They're hiding in the lawns and jumping around. One lady came outside and saw hundreds of them swimming in her pool. Wasn't that a scene from Magnolia? I don't know. I I think it's one of the plagues. (laughs) I saw a video and these frogs are just (laughs) everywhere. Like you can't like take a step frog free. Like you're walking on frogs if you're walking around. You would think the alligators and the pythons (laughs) would have uh, have taken care of these by now. (laughs) There there are other natural predators (laughs) in that area for sure. Well, apparently frogs are a big deal there because there's a pest removal service. They interviewed this guy, and the name of it is called Toad Busters. So this guy named his pest removal service after chasing frogs. And he says it's because of uh, recent rains and warm temperatures, so now they all want to breed. I guess I, I can see that in Florida. Like, an, like, animals and insects are so much bigger in Florida than anywhere else in the United States. And it is a reptile capital. Like cockroaches are like the size of your smartphones and shit. And, and, and here they're, they're little tiny things. Uh, and like, can you, can you imagine a toad 
like living right outside your bedroom or something, you'd be like, someone has to come kill this fucking toad because I can't sleep at night. Especially, especially if it's a poisonous toad and you know it's a poisonous toad. But for all you know, that guy just opened that business and like his science has established in 2019. But because there's so many goddamn toads, he's just like, I'm going to open a toad busting business. When he was snake busters last week and now it's toad busters. The crocodile hunter the year before that. So this next story is a little bit of nostalgia for you. So there is one blockbuster left on the whole planet. Did you know that? I. It's in Oregon. Is it, yeah, I was going to say there's the one in Oregon, but there was one that just recently closed, right? In That's Alaska. the one in Australia. Now there's one in Bend, Oregon. It's the only one left. <sighs> that does not surprise me that it's in Bend. So it's so old. They have a computer system they have to reboot with floppy disks. Some of you out there don't even know what a floppy disk is. So only the general manager knows how to use it because it's so old. They have a dot matrix printer and it broke. So now the employees write out membership cards like with a pen in their hand. They don't need to do that. They just come in. Hey, Jimbo, pick out your movie there, Jimbo. Let's go grab that Betamax over there. They say business transactions are backed up on a reel-to-reel tape and it can't be replaced because Radio Shack that they bought it at went out of business. Oh, it, it, that's perfect that uh, Blockbuster gets all their updated technology from Radio Shack. <laughs> so this is in an Oregon strip mall right there in Bend. And now they're making business just off nostalgia because they found out they're the only one left on the planet. So they ordered a whole bunch of more like swag, Blockbuster swag. So now they're they're selling hoodies and... I can guarantee you there's a red box in their parking lot. $40... $40 sweatshirts, $20 dollars $15 yellow and blue beanies that the manager hand knits. There's somebody whittling in a rocking chair out in front of that blockbuster. Just to make sure they don't run out, people, all the time, people are sending them boxes of VHS tapes and DVDs so that they can rent them out to people. We have, we, we, have, we have a box of shit we can send, <laughs> I we can was send say, you. <laughs> the outdated, what was it? Outdated technology outdated is what it's technology, like. That yes. box is still in the garage. It's still, <laughs> still there. Hey man, I've if got anybody a, needs a VCR or I've got a VCR DVD player hooked up to my television right now. This VCR does not have a DVD player in it. I'm talking just a, just a, a, tw- a flashing twelve on the front screen uh, VCR. My VCR broke, so we replaced it with a VCR DVD player about six years ago. I don't think we have a TV in the house that could play a VCR. I've got a, I've got a plasma, a flat screen pla- plasma that plays it. You just have to use RCA cables. There ain't a damn coaxial cable plug into it. I can tell you that. <laughs> there's no, there's, there's, there's no, uh, no laser audio coming out of there. No. <laughs> yeah. So most of their business comes from people just like for nostalgia purposes. They stop by to take selfies and then they go in and, you know, wander the aisles and. They say kids look so happy when they get to walk out of there with like a handful of movies and candy or whatever. Yeah, they, like when the reason Blockbuster went out of business is because they know they don't have to return them. One guy says he misses being able to walk into a Blockbuster store and have that social experience and see people looking at stuff and talking to people. Oh, yeah, it's a great social experience. <laughs> Fuck, they're out of them. There's no more. They have like three. They have like 300 or something you want to you see and there's, they don't have any. And you're always going to get that employee that thinks he's better than you because he's seen every stinking art house movie that ever came out. 
And it's like, dude, you work at a fucking blockbuster. And he still can't explain to you who Jason Bateman is. <laughs> so here's the thing. You can scroll through Netflix and look for movies and stuff all the time. It might actually have been faster to go to Blockbuster and walk the aisles. Every because time you I, can scroll through Netflix forever. Every time I turn on Netflix, I spend longer trying to figure out what the hell I'm going to watch and adding stuff to my list that I'm never going to watch than I do actually watching movies. I've probably done it three or four times where I got on Netflix, scrolled through it, and was like, oh, well. The time I I allotted for this is up, so I just uh I got shit to do. <laughs> I've done that too. Like, did I seriously just I just watched a whole bunch of trailers and a whole bunch of stuff. Oh, I don't by. even watch. I don't even watch the trailers. I get into like some obscure shit that like Netflix. Some guy made in his garage and they let him post it on there. And I'm just like, where 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 am I? It's like it's like I'm ten ten comments deep in a Twitter thread. All right, is that it for the news? That's it. All right, we're gonna uh, we're gonna get into some brand new music. Um, I was wondering if these guys were gonna put anything new out since their drummer died, and they did, and it kicks ass. This is brand new. Hell yeah, it's three 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 right here on the family meeting on nwczradio.com.
Welcome back to the family meeting. That was brand new Hell Yeah with 333. So we're running a little short on time, but uh, I didn't want to talk about how, because it's going to be the only time this season I could say it. The Mariners have the best record in baseball. <laughs> it's because they played Expedition. Expedition? Exhibition? Isn't that a vehicle they're, by Ford? They're playing exhibition games for the past week. That's, that's the only reason. If they played three, four more games like everybody else would be. Well, yeah, they, they, they've, they've played the only games that count. That's the only reason why they, they've got the best record. Thanks a lot, Ichiro. <laughs> was, was that sincere or was that you being sarcastic? That sounded sarcastic. Well, no, like he was like he was terrible, but he's 45. But no, like he <laughs> – we, we played in Japan, and the Japan crowd was probably really behind Ichiro. So You, you think so? so? Come on, don't don't talk <laughs> shit to me. You don't even know Ichiro's first name. It's uh, It's Suzuki. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, bitch. <laughs> did did, uh, did you see real, real quick? Did you see Connor retired again? I did not. He uh, he tweeted out that he's retiring. He just said he wanted to fight somebody. Uh, he he's got allegations of sexual abuse in Ireland, so he can't fight in Ireland now. He can't fight in New York. He wanted to fight uh, Bakramanov again. It, he's retired. He announced today that he's retiring again. Mm-hmm. Which, which means in six months he'll be fighting. He'll find somewhere to fight him. All right, we are gonna uh, we're gonna jump right back into the music because we are running very short on time. Uh, this is brand new music from Morrissey. This is Morning Starship right here on the Family Meeting. Start sneaking up the stairs Taking a hairpin from her hair Vision of the locks falling down Crossed my mind and played with the sound Of tapping, gentle tapping at my morning starship The crystal glint of the turning glass Creaking sound of the rusted latch As she slowly opened the door The darkness told me nothing more Except to say that she was near my morning starship She stood within the threshold silently A ray of moonlight caught her eyes Without a word she said Starship. 
than I do She took the key She's got the clue Mysteries unfold with the lights What she knows I'll never forget The girl, the girl, the girl Has flown my morning starship Yeah, she travels with me now In my morning starship Oh, boom, boom, boom Morning starship <laughs> Welcome back to the family meeting That was Morrissey with Morning Starship. So this is the uh, 272nd or 276th episode of this show. Oh, congratulations. Uh, yay. To we didn't do anything special listeners. for 275 like we promised. <laughs> last it went week. by unmentioned. <laughs> last week it was unmentioned that we hit 275. But do take note, John and I were on time this week. Yes. And at the rate that we're going with doing new episodes, sometime during about 2023, we should hit 300. Because uh, we are taking some time off here coming up. It's going to be a few weeks. But uh, and then we've got our summer break coming up. So uh, you, you should have new shows for at least the next three weeks. We go three weeks at a time on this show before we, uh, before we take breaks. Does that sound about right? Um, yeah, but I don't think it's going to be three weeks. It might be. We'll look at a calendar. <laughs> that sounds like maybe Kristen wants to take a week off before then. <laughs> um, Come back for two weeks? Nah. Maybe. Maybe we'll think about it. All right. How can uh, how can people you find them? You just said we have 275 reruns we can play. We, should, we, could take, we could take the next like four or five years off and nobody would ever notice. And, and we could just not play, not play a repeat of those repeats. How can people find out more about you during the week, Krista? I'm on Twitter and Instagram at KristaCurtis1. JohnCurtis316. And mine is JasonCurtis925. I'm, uh, I'm looking at Luke. He looks confused. That's just what he looks do you need like. To, do, you need, do you need to wrap it up or stretch it out? No, or do yeah, any exactly. These, any those, of, those, are, those are Becca terms. All right, we're going to close things out tonight with uh, a Seattle icon, I guess you would say. Uh, this is brand new Duff McKagan. The song is Tenderness, and it's right here on the family meeting on nwczradio.com. We'll talk to you guys next week. Blackened days. Lost away, so gather round these lost and found stormy clouds. A little tenderness is what we need. Oh, tenderness, can't you feel it spread around? A little tenderness, can't you feel us? Oh, tenderness, won't you please come on down? Darkest days, the 
deals we made on temple grounds that empty sound God's not around Say out loud 